When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If Antonio Brown lands with the Ravens, should Steeler fans love it or hate it? Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. Antonio Brown is stepping up his social media pressure, agitating to join the Baltimore Ravens. Recently, the superstar receiver who's all but wrecked his NFL career tweeted out a photoshopped image of himself clad in Ravens purple and black. Clearly, Brown, who's looking to get back to the NFL on a paying basis any way he can, would love to flock with the Ravens. After all, many pro football prognosticators say those birds are poised to fly high this season. Brown would be teaming up with quarterback on the cusp of superstardom in the form of Lamar Jackson, and he would be joining his younger cousin, Hollywood Brown, in providing plenty of pass-catching targets and talent to aid Jackson's rise. In Pittsburgh, They're watching Brown's campaign for a spot on the Ravens roster with mixed emotions, equal parts anxiety and amusement, trepidation and temptation. That's because there are two schools of thought among Steelers fans on the question of Antonio's prospects of flocking with the Ravens. Some Steelers fans would simply hate to see it under any circumstance. Their nightmares runs with Brown's Raven highlight reels. The social media-seeking Antonio rubbing in every catch and every touchdown he scores in the faces of Steelers fans. It would be bad enough in the 412 area code if the division rival Ravens are as good as advertised in 2020. If they are helped to new heights, By a bounce-back year by Brown, it would be doubly disastrous in Pittsburgh. Simply put, there wouldn't be enough Iron City beer to drown the sorrows, and a textile factory filled with terrible towels could not dry up the tears. So these fans say, why take the chance? After all, Brown blew up his superstar status with the Steelers and demanded a trade, then flamed out with not one, but two NFL teams last season. To have him join the Ravens would be too big of a risk. He, and thus the team, just might succeed. Charm City could just be his charm. And after all, Brown is down to his last chance, if that. He knows it. Even more urgent, his bank account must be dwindling too. Brown realizes he must straighten up and fly right 
and he's looking to do it with Baltimore. Should he join the Ravens, he could pull it all together and return to his superstar status. And Steeler fans would be left eating out their hearts. Yet there's another line of thinking regarding Antonio Brown. It smacks as a subtle form of sabotage that could just wreck the Ravens and allow the Steelers to flourish instead. These Steeler fans, after being spurned by Brown, believe the diva receiver to be so toxic, so delusional, so social media seduced that he will not change. Instead, should the Ravens take the great gamble that Brown is the missing link to their Super Bowl puzzle, John Harbaugh and company would be allowing a cancer into the locker room and organization instead of finding a catalyst for a championship. These fans see Brown as the writhing Ravens kryptonite. He's the shiny object no one can resist. But instead of the brass ring, he's the root of all evil and undoing, a la Lord of the Rings. So instead of a decade of dominance under Lamar Jackson, Brown would pull out all those team-destroying tactics from his old playbook and do a number on those Baltimore birdies. Or at least this set of Steeler fans sincerely hopes. So which scenario should Steelers fans actually believe? And what are the actual prospects for Brown returning to the NFL in Baltimore of all places? I have the answers to such looming Steelers country questions, so let's get right to it. The Brown to Baltimore speculation revved up after Antonio himself stoked it on social media, where he is a savant for sure. Antonio posted an edited picture of himself in a Ravens uniform to his Snapchat story. This led to rampant rumors that the former Steelers wide receiver could be heading to Pittsburgh's arch rival. Katie K. in Pittsburgh reports this. While there have been no actual reports of the former Steelers wideout talking to Baltimore, he sure got the rumor mill churning. It comes on the heels of Brown, his cousin Marquise Brown, and Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson working out together before the draft. And just so no one missed this teaming, Brown posted video and photos of the workout session all over social media. So much so, reporters were soon asking the Ravens' general manager about signing Brown. Eric DaCosta was noncommittal, but he sure didn't rule it out. Cue the outsized reaction in the 412 area code. Sports talker Andrew Filipponi isn't buying the Brown as a cancer argument being put forth by a certain set of Steelers fans. In fact, he thinks the pairing could be kryptonite, but not to the Browns, to the Steelers. He tweets, quote, How would A.B. destroy the Ravens? I'd be rooting for it, but how would he actually do it? Convince Lamar Jackson to retire from football? Beat up John Harbaugh? Specifically, how would he ruin the Ravens? Help me understand, unquote. Well, Pony, you might want to ask Mike Tomlin, who was tested to his considerable coaching limits 
by Antonio's locker room undermining antics. So there is that. But I do get what Filipponi is saying about the on-field performance of Antonio Brown. It's hard to argue against it when it comes to A.B. He did deliver, which is why we're still talking about him playing despite everything. Because it's different for superstars. Coaches always think they can handle the off-field stuff for what they bring between the lines. However, it just always isn't so. Ron Cook argues, and I believe persuasively, that the Ravens are too talented and too smart to even take a chance on Antonio Brown. They will pass, and this whole conversation will be moved. He writes this for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Quote, Sorry, I'm not buying it, even though I must admit it would be terrific to watch Brown line up against the Steelers twice a year. Wow, that would be great fun. But Brown won't play again in the NFL. Period. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Unquote. As proof, Cook points out that Brown's comeback strategy is verging on a three strikes and he's out following his release by Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Cook writes, quote, Antonio Brown said he wanted to play for the New Orleans Saints when they brought him in for a tryout in December. They asked him not to bring an entourage to the workout. He brought one anyway. The Saints said, no thanks. Brown said he wanted to play with just one quarterback in 2020, Tom Brady. That pipe dream ended quickly after Brady signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Quote, it's not going to happen, unquote. That was Buccaneers coach Bruce Arians. Quote, no, I know him and it's not a fit in our locker room, unquote. Now, Brown says he wants to play for the Baltimore Ravens. He posted a Photoshop picture of himself on Snapchat over the weekend in a Ravens uniform. A bit premature, absolutely. But more than that, it seemed like a desperate move by a desperate man who craves attention almost as much as he craves a new team, unquote. Still, the biggest impediment of Brown to Baltimore is a guy named Ray Rice, at least according to Cook, it is. And he concludes his column thusly, quote, The Ravens were harshly and deservedly criticized for supporting running back Ray Rice. It wasn't until after a video was revealed that showed Rice knocking out a woman in Atlantic City elevator that the team released him, effectively ending his NFL career. Does anyone seriously believe the Ravens would take a chance on Brown, who was facing a number of troubling criminal and civil legal issues, including allegations of rape and sexual assault? There is just no way. The Ravens don't need Brown and the headaches he will bring and cause, unquote. That's all the wise, reliable Ron Cook, and I really don't doubt a lot of that. It's hard to argue, in fact. Sure, Antonio Brown is a shiny, bright object, but John Harbaugh is no golem. He won't get seduced, a la Lord of the Rings. And why would he? The Ravens could be in the catbird seat when it comes to their strength of schedule, at least according to these ESPN stats. The Ravens have the easiest 2020 schedule based on their opponents' win-loss records from last season. But enough about Brown, Baltimore, and those Ravens. Let's get to some Steelers news and notes. 
Fallout from the NFL draft is still settling, and the dean of Steelers beat writers, Ed Bouchette, is reporting the Steelers are likely to let go James Conner, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Alejandro Villanueva, and they're going to let them all walk after the 2020 season. Hey, you hate to see it, but Setch is the NFL. Jerry Glanville rightly noted, it stands not for long. Still, some Steeler fans will be scratching their head should it happen. But Nick Farbaugh, who noted the Bouchette report, added the reasons why this could be happening. He tweeted, quote, Bud Dupree, Minka Fitzpatrick, T.J. Watt, Matt Feeler, Mike Hilton, Cam Sutton, and Cam Hayward are all up on the pipeline to be paid here soon. You can't pay everyone, but you also can't let everyone walk. The Steelers will have to pick and choose widely. So how would Farbaugh, a Steelers analyst, choose? Well, he added this, quote, I'm of the opinion that if Juju bounces back, he's one of the main guys that the Steelers will pay to bring back. I don't think Chase Claypool, the rookie draft pick, affects that. Watt, Cam, and Minka have to happen. In addition, I think Alex Highsmith very well might signal Dupree will walk. He's referring to the Steelers' third-round draft pick, the linebacker. But others say Highsmith is exceedingly raw and will not be ready to take over for Bud Dupree in 2021. So I guess we'll see. But it's clear some of those big names that are due to get big money will not be in a black and gold uniform in Pittsburgh in 2021. Hey, by the way, here's a happy 25th birthday wish for the aforementioned James Conner. But leave it to Caustic Sports radio talk show host Mark Madden to get in a birthday dig at the expense of the oft-injured Steelers running back. As a Steelers account tweeted out a James Conner montage of touchdown celebrations to commemorate the running back special day, Madden subtweeted this caption, quote, Connor strained an abdominal muscle blowing out the candles on his birthday cake. He will not return, unquote. Ooh, that hurts. That hurts. But anyway, we're, we can all wish James Connor a good birthday and hopefully a good Steelers season. But it will be an interesting one. Connor issued his own social media response to the Steelers' increasingly crowded backfield. As Trib Live reports, Connor's Instagram post featured a photo of him walking alone onto a football field, along with the line, quote, they talking like it's my last dance, unquote. This comes after the Steelers drafted Maryland running back Anthony McFarland Jr. in the fourth round last month. He joins a Steelers backfield that already includes Connor, Jalen Samuels, Trey Edmonds, Kareth White, and Benny Snell. Me, I say to hell with dancing, as long as a few of those guys can do some real running in 2020. If it's James Conner, so much the better. However, the answer to that running back question is a big to be continued. And stay tuned right here to your Steelers Update podcast. Download the podcast every Wednesday afternoon, wherever you download your favorite audio. And of course, log on to penlive.com anytime for your real-time Steelers news.